0: Hi, I'm Keshav Naidu, and this is Talk to the Brand. Together, we bring you inspiring stories from the world of brand building. Today in the studio, we have Mimi Shrasel. Mimi is the business and creative head of Shaya. She likes to describe herself as the girl from Mizoram with big dreams. Shaya is the silver jewelry brand from the house of Carrot Lane, and they have consistently made a mark with their edgy campaigns on Instagram, by challenging the traditional codes of beauty and glamour. Welcome to the show, Mimi.
1: Thank you so much, Keshav.
0: Mimi, as a as a marketing professional, mm-hmm. can you tell us a little more about your journey? Um,
1: how, how long <laughs> do you want a story to be? <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> it's our show. It's totally up to you.
1: <laughs> okay. So, um, I actually started off my career in financial sales. Okay. Even though my dream was always to be in... Uh, the fashion and lifestyle space got my first break in zovi uh, managed their social media and p r marketing i actually you know my that was a time when I think digital marketing social media blogging all of these just started booming right yeah, so got a lot of exposure in that um so th- uh, eleven months into the job in fact yeah. uh like I got laid off. Uh, and then an unsuccessful stint in a startup for six months. Okay. I finally got this opportunity in Carrot Lane. Okay. So Carrot Lane itself was still at the very early stage uh, when I joined. So. And was it
0: already... Had it already been acquired by Tanishk? No, no. Not, not yet, yet. Not at yeah. the time. Okay.
1: So a lot of things were not set, you know. So I got this opportunity to really get my hands dirty. And, you know, like... I mean, I was... Uh, initially hired to manage performance marketing right that's something i wanted to get into because uh, i wanted a more a role which had a direct impact on revenue since right. i was doing all the other things before i was lucky i would say and i had this hunger and desire to learn for the first two years i got exposure into a lot of things a lot, I had, of, uh, a
0: lot of measurement a lot of metrics
1: yes like although performance marketing was my core you know, there was this, uh, so social media was also handed over to me and then I took it in house okay. and then a colleague left. So email marketing also came to you, yeah, came to me. Um, and then earlier we used to just have, uh, one graphic designer intern and one graphic designer and then we kind of like set up that team. And I also started handling creative. Most of our creatives are done in house except for the TV campaigns at that time. So, you know, after two years into that, I got an opportunity to look into branding overall. And, uh, after two years of that, now it's Shaya. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: So that's when Shaya was born. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. So it was basically started off as a silver project. <laughs> right. In fact, we used to call it the freedom project. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> why was it? Why did you call it? The, why was it called the freedom project?
1: I don't know, our CEO called it the Freedom Project, but I think what he meant was probably that it was open to a lot of possibilities and explorations. Nice. So the idea was not necessarily to create another brand, for example. Right. It was, you know, like a new silver line that we needed to introduce. Yeah. But then as we evolved and as we were talking to consumers and uh, reading up on things, we realized that it probably was best you know to build a new brand out of it and that's how shaya was born (laughs)
0: that's beautiful yeah when you look back right Mm -hmm. at your journey what would you say has been your most interesting or most memorable project
1: let me talk about it in terms of i would say the Flossum campaign the Flossum campaign yeah yeah yeah. yeah.
0: that's a great campaign uh you guys should check it out
1: thank you so
0: that's Flossum as in f-l-a-w s-o-m-e so it's a Coined word, uh, that's a marriage between flaw and awesome. Yeah.
1: Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Actually, when we first developed that collection, um, it was inspired by stretch marks, but we were actually wow. hesitate. Uh, because we were like, okay, how do we market it? Like, if we say stretch marks, do you think people will be turned off and stuff? So then
0: you say, inspired the product, the, the design itself was inspired yeah, by stretch yeah. marks. So it
1: has these little lines, like curvy wow. lines, all over. Um. <laughs> so
0: from the ground up, it is edgy.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Wow, I don't, I can't, I can't even imagine like a jewelry designer saying, you know, let's focus on, on stretch marks. Oh, That's okay.
1: beautiful. <laughs> yeah, so we don't usually start the design process is not usually what the, it doesn't start with the designer alone. Okay. So we usually start with a story.
0: Hmm. We don't just yeah. say,
1: Oh, this is beautiful, let's do it. I mean that anyone can do it, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh in most of our collections, there are some collections where we feel that okay, there's a gap in this category, let's fin fill it. it. Yeah. 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 But All of our core collections have been thought through Hmm. first, and then design, not the other way around.
0: Right. Yeah. It shows, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, since I am from a core marketing background, yeah. So I would say that I brought a little bit of that in our design philosophy. Find the
0: storytelling first, yes,
1: yes. Um. Even the Flossum Collection, I I just wanted to mention this because it's something that I think could be very inspiring for young people out there. Uh, You know, the actual marketing campaign idea of Mm. marketing it as stretch marks, because like I said, we were hesitating. Mm. And then these two interns from NIFT, Mm. Fashion Marketing, they came up and then I just told them, just come up with an idea for this collection.
0: Right.
1: And um, they just... (laughs) brought the idea like I didn't tell them it was inspired by stretch marks also. nothing and they just came up with that idea they were like let's say that it's inspired by stretch marks and they did and they even decided on whom to cast and things like that so the, and they were the ones really you know like who brought this campaign to life Um, I mean we wouldn't have the guts to do it hadn't had, if they hadn't come up and said that okay you know let's call it stretch marks it has a punch to it also. The idea is saleable. Uh, it will resonate with people. So, in that sense, you know, in fact, a lot of the things that we did in the bathing were shaped by, like, different interns who came and went. Yeah. Like the Wildflower collection, for example, all the names were of women who were trailblazers. Wow. And that idea was, again, from another intern. So
0: No, it says a lot, you know, yeah. because ideas can come from anywhere. Yeah um but it also is about the receiver in the sense that yeah. many organizations many cultures hmm. are not open to ideas that come from interns hmm. you it's the, it's the it's your ability to ident- to know a good idea when it Absolutely. hits you you know so um,
1: Lane as a culture has always been never about hierarchy when it comes yeah. to ideas yeah. i think hierarchy is more to organize um and you know organize and manage things but other than that ideas come from anywhere so that is the dna of carrot lane itself which has you know like percolated down to shy hours so when we built the brand
0: nice so i think if uh, i think your recruitment campaign is done yeah with this yes (laughs) you'll never (laughs) run more interns (laughs)
1: You'll we'll never run short now. <laughs> terms and condition we make our interns work really hard. Uh, uh, yeah. So like actually, yeah. I was um, I was just having fun when I did my summer internship. Yeah. And when I when I look back at that in the way <laughs> I, <laughs> our interns work so hard, uh, yeah. and I'm like, okay.
0: <laughs> no, I'm sure they got a lot in return for it.
1: Yeah. Right, that, you know? Absolutely.
0: It, it, it's great to have that on your resume.
1: So we still have the Shia squad group on Instagram where all of our ex-employees, ex-interns are still there and, you know, they still share ideas, cheers on for good ideas. And yeah. Yeah. So it's a great thing.
0: So then now that you had um, a concept, Hmm. you know, which was about celebrating flaws, Hmm. how did you then go about bringing it to life?
1: Sure. Yeah. 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 So Flossum, by the way, has always been the hashtag that we use for Shaya right, right from the beginning. Okay. Because I really like that word and Shaya is all about embracing your imperfections. So even in our brand narrative, it says mm. it ends with not exactly perfect, but one of a kind. Wow. <laughs> nice. So in that sense, it was a first campaign which really brought out the brand uh, thought and the brand, the idea of Shaya brand. And I think that's why it really resonated with people also. So, like I said, the collection was inspired by Stretch Marks, but then we didn't call it the Stretch Marks collection. We decided to call it the Flossum Collection right. uh, so that it could appeal to a wider audience and uh, look at different kinds of things that are so-called flaws. I wouldn't even right. call them flaws and we are what inviting... are considered as flaws yeah, in society. What, absolutely. And we actually want people to celebrate them because yeah. that's what makes them truly unique. You know, it's yeah. not about... Um, yeah, I mean, so what? I have stretch marks. Yeah. and Actually, a very personal experience of mine uh, is that, you know, I, I started having these stretch marks behind my knees. And then... At least when I was slightly young, I used to be a bit hesitant to wear short skirts. And yeah. especially, uh, you know, like in a situation where I'll be walking around in broad daylight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But then um, I've overcome that like over yeah. the years.
0: Yeah. It's a journey.
1: It's a journey. I've overcome that. And I think the idea was to really not make people pity you for yeah. all these traits or yeah. all these things that you have but rather to show them that you know you are embracing it yeah. and you are celebrating it absolutely so we're not actually calling these flaws it's you it's a part yeah. of who you are uh, in fact actually in the interesting thing is that we got a lot of uh the you know the one of the first things that we posted was a picture of a butt hmm. with this uh, glitter stretch marks
0: oh nice <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was quite controversial. Very cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, but uh, the idea was to start with you know like celebrating stretch marks before we even launched the campaign. So we started off by building all these conversations. Right. Um, a lot of people unfollowed us after wow. the butt post.
0: People unfollowed you. Huh?
1: Hmm. But then I am not unhappy about that or sad about that because we. The Flossom campaign helped us gain a lot of relevant followers.
0: Relevance is important. Who,
1: yes, yes. Who resonates with uh, the idea of shire and the idea of celebrating Floss.
0: That's a courageous stand to take, right? Yes. Because it also kind of cleans up, in a sense, your, yeah. your target group.
1: Absolutely. And we will keep doing this. Like, if we believe in something, we will talk about it. I mean, yeah. we want to be a brand who takes a stand. Yeah. Even if not everyone likes it. Because yeah. Shy is all about standing up for what you believe in yeah. even if everyone else is against you.
0: Yeah.
1: Like but that That's, usually stems I mean it's usually a a cause which has a meaning yeah. and not a r like not just being a rebel without a cause. Yeah, not just know? piggybacking on a cause yeah, 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 for yeah. the heck of but it. But yeah. There are certain things that we feel strongly about and we'll continue to talk about it. And there are people who like it and, and there are people who love us for it, but there are people like a small segment of people who will probably unfollow us or start disliking us for it. But I think that's okay. You can't be everything for everyone.
0: Beautiful. Thank yeah. you. That's very inspiring. That's <laughs> very inspiring. Thank
1: you.
0: You know, you look at marketing quite closely, I'm sure. You know, you look at other brands, you look at other categories. Yeah. Um, And even as a consumer, when you see mm-hmm. certain pieces of marketing. Hmm. Is there, a, is there a campaign that you saw or an exercise that you saw and you said, wow, wish I had done that?
1: Hmm. So, something from the past, but... The sure. The Tanishq... Uh, I would say it's the Tanishq uh, remarriage ad that was so groundbreaking.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and was so ahead of its time.
0: It's the single mom
1: yes, with a little yes. girl. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, that one. Right. And all the details, right? Yeah. Uh, like, oh, they used a dusky model yeah. i don't think that at that point of time yeah this is a good seven eight years out. old right I, I believe so yeah
0: yeah so it's, it's it is definitely brave yeah.
1: internationally all of rihanna's fenty I, the fenty beauty ad the first campaign which they launched yeah. although there was not there was no uh, conversation it was so powerful yeah. like the way they cast it so, uh, so many different kinds of women. Yeah. And in the way, at the end, Rihanna came out so powerfully.
0: Yeah.
1: I would say that was it for me. <laughs>
0: Internationally. Yeah, right.
1: yeah.
0: Cool, we'll share that link as well. Um, so thank you for sharing your favorites, your two favorites. In fact, what you just said reminded me of something. Uh, there was the Pantene Philippines <coughs> campaign, mm-hmm. was it? I think it was in Philippines they'd done that. Mm-hmm. It was a really nice example of... Um, how labels get constructed right Uh, like the same words are looked at positive for a male and uh, negative Mm, for a mm -hmm. female like you know if a man is uh, powerful and authoritative and he comes on strong then he's considered leader and a woman does it it's called bossy
1: yes you know (laughs) and it's it's actually true
0: yeah (laughs) i mean it's changing it's changing i'd like to believe it's changing
1: it is changing yeah
0: So you know it takes a lot you know this when it comes to getting a campaign work Mm. um, in terms of budgets yeah it's we're not all we don't always get lucky with massive budgets
1: yeah
0: (laughs) you know um, but given Mm. but given that you know Mm. budget was not a constraint yeah and you got the ideal budget you got everything you wanted yeah what would you say are the must-haves in terms of your communication
1: the must-haves in terms of I would Say, uh, first of all, your product has to be good. Hmm. I'm a very product-oriented marketer, so... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because if you don't like or believe in what you're selling, Hmm. how will you convince other people? Absolutely. Um, I would say the second thing would be a strong vision. Hmm. And I think that has to come from... Like in my case, in our case, me, or whoever is leading that campaign. And... The third thing is you need a team who would be able to execute that vision well. Yeah. And I think those are the three things that you really need. And finally, all of these should result in a campaign which brings out beautiful imagery, a compelling story um, with the product at the center. Yeah. I think a lot of people, I have seen that because I've worked with, Agencies also occasionally, like while I was in Caroline, I've seen that for some people the story overshadows the product. Like, for to make the story shine through, hmm. they kind of deprioritize the product a little bit. But yeah. I, I don't think that's the right approach because why are you doing this in the first place? Yeah, to sell, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah.
0: there's a famous quote hmm. by Leo Burnett.
1: Hmm.
0: He said, uh, "The inherent drama is in the product." Yeah, it's true.
1: It's absolutely true. I mean,
0: almost a hundred years later, it's still true.
1: So you're not creating a campaign to win awards, hmm. right? You're creating it to sell your products, and in that process, yeah. if it is, if you win an award, that's great.
0: Yeah, that's got to be secondary.
1: Yes, it has to be secondary. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, uh, like the most recent example with the, the, the Whopper. The whopper hmm. going bad. It's, it's, it's <laughs> shocking. Funny. It's great. It's funny. It's awesome.
1: Yeah, actually, Burger King does a lot of yeah. these things.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Burger King, I'm sure they'll go and win awards for that. Yeah. But it's great because it didn't, it it didn't ignore the product. Look yeah. at it. It's right in the mid, the product <laughs> is right there.
1: Yeah.
0: You're quite close to the Instagram medium. So other. Mm-hmm. Brand examples or, you know, brand case, cases where you look at an, a certain brand and feel like, wow, this brand really knows how to work Instagram.
1: I'll give you one example. Yeah. For India, I would say Sabyasachi. Sachi. I mean, he's, uh, he is a storyteller. I mean, <laughs> I'm a fan of the way he builds stories around his products. Of course, he has a strong product as well, but yeah. I think a lot of it also comes with his storytelling ability. You, it makes you look at the products in a different light. And he has this, um, it, you know that, okay, when you see a Sabia campaign, that it's Sabia Sachi. Yeah, the image that,
0: making is beautiful.
1: Yes. And a lot of, I think a lot of people are also trying to be like him, but I would say he's original, uh. Internationally, I like all these brands like Wabi Parker.
0: Wabi Parker is a great example. Okay. <laughs> I love that brand. Yeah. <laughs> I love how they've built that brand. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful.
1: Absolutely. Huge fan. Everyone in uh, Carrot Lane is a fan of Wabi Parker. I mean, the Indian consumer today is quite, I would say, different from the Indian consumer of five years ago, say, yeah. or even ten years ago, um, things like uh, body positivity
0: yeah.
1: has become more mainstream. Right? It yeah. used to be niche, but it has become more mainstream. We've been called out for uh, casting only thin models. Yeah. Why are you know Why are they all conventionally beautiful? Those are the questions that our fans ask us, and uh, we kind of learn from that. Yeah. Also, uh, it's a great thing. Um, sustainability again has become much more mainstream than it used to be yeah Um. like we have actually have I had conversations with customers who actually asked me why like I think there was this customer who ordered like 20 products and she was asking me why did you have a box for all of them all of them yeah It is. it's interesting and it's inspiring also at the same time so I'm actually working towards the number of layers we put on our packaging also yeah. based on consumer feedback
0: yeah Hmm. So um do you use natural packaging natural materials or do you So use...
1: the 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 challenge with silver is that it tarnishes especially when kept in humid conditions. Right. So I have to use a Ziploc bag.
0: Right.
1: Uh that's mandatory but I at least the hope is that they would keep the jewelry in the same Ziploc bag so in the uh, packaging also we mentioned that it's stored it in a Ziploc bag. Everything else, the box is natural. We use this jute thread
0: hmm. and we
1: are a muslin cloth. Yeah. So we try to keep it as natural as possible. I wouldn't call ourselves like a an completely eco-friendly brand, but we are definitely an eco-conscious brand. Nice. Yeah.
0: But yeah, you know, all these things that you've mentioned, you know, body mm-hmm. positivity, and I think you're, as a brand, you're, you embraced it pretty well. I think you're, I would say leaders in that space uh, uh, of... That's a compliment. <laughs> you no, know, it's, it's true because you, you've... you've the, the kind of casting that hmm. uh, you've created in the past. Hmm. And even going forward, I'm sure it's all about shaking the mold of yes. traditional casting.
1: Yes. You know? It's not like we're going to not stop casting conventionally beautiful models. I think there's a space for everyone in Shaya. Yeah. That's what we always like to believe in and as much as possible uh, show that in our casting, our choice of models and yeah. our choice of stories as well.
0: So it's nice how you're breaking the mold, you know, yeah. unconventional models, unconventional stories. Yeah. You know? um, what advice would you give uh, like a, a young brand manager or anybody who's working on building a brand today?
1: Mm. I would say that understanding your customers and talking to them regularly is so underrated. and I think that should be at the heart of branding mm. because how do you tell something to someone if they don't if you don't know what how they feel and what are the things that resonate with them? I think it's no matter how far up you go in the ladder, I think you still need to have your one-on-one conversations with customers. You need to stay in touch with that. You know, you need to, I mean, even if you can't visit them at their homes, you know, try and respond to some of the social media messages yourselves. Try and constantly, you know, like look at all the emails that they have written to you. I think that is the most powerful thing. And apart from that, I think you should, read and try to because it's it's some it's a constantly changing field right because all the techniques and technologies are changing faster than usual so how do you keep up with it i think you need to constantly re-educate yourself you should believe that you should never be satisfied that okay you are great at branding Hmm. i don't think there's any such thing i think it's gonna always evolve you need to keep a tab on what are the latest things you can't you can't still think that okay for example today I think Instagram has become uh, a a mainstream medium right but tomorrow it may not be so so as a marketer I have to be prepared for that and that happens by constantly in fact being a consumer of that media yourself and updating yourself with whatever learning materials books that are available and Thankfully, like, all of these materials are also easily available online. It could be an article. It could be a book. Keep learning. Keep learning, yes.
0: (laughs) And keep listening.
1: Keep listening and be a part of that crowd. Because, I mean, even though I'm, I would say I'm, I wouldn't say I'm old, but, (laughs) (laughs) like, I'm I'm on Snapchat. I just downloaded TikTok recently because I, You know, in order to stay in... I need to stay in touch with all of these trends if my job is to... Connect. Yeah, connect with people through these mediums. Great.
0: (laughs) Thank you for being on Talk to the Brand. It was an absolute pleasure having you.
1: Thank you so much, Keshav. I really, really enjoyed it, (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for making my first podcast interview so much fun it didn't feel like an interview it felt more like a conversation and I think I also learned a lot from this experience
0: thank you (laughs) Talk to the Brand is recorded at Island City Studios and produced by Varun Singh. Special thank yous go out to Hussein Merchant, Jehangir Jehangir, Rupa Basu, Ashiar, and the Naidu Punjabi design team. Do follow us on Insta and Facebook. You'll find the links in the show notes. Music for the show is designed by Zico. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate us on iTunes, CastBox or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and see you next week.